Welcome to Bizarre Conspiracies. My name is Eric Patino, and this is part two of the False Paul Theory. Hope you guys enjoy it. So before we actually get into that episode, I just wanted to ask you guys, do you like this format better? Do you like it that it's split up into two episodes or if we start just doing like 30 to 40 minutes per episode, is that better than a long format show? I don't know. You tell me what you like best. Also, I've been thinking of uh, doing a live broadcast. Who wants to participate in a live show with us? Something to think about. And remember, you can always interact with us on any of our social media platforms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you want to email us, I'll go ahead and tell you. I usually say it at the end of every episode, but uh, it's bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. That is one word, bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. Anyways, without taking up too much of your time, here is the episode. So, so there was something you wanted to say before we dive into why they would preserve the legacy of Paul McCartney. Yeah, so <laughs> to finish up the, the last segment, because we went on break and then we realized, oh wait, there was one more thing that I wanted to cover before we switched into full theory mode. One more disclosing piece of evidence, um, and that is uh, in 1970, uh, George Harris released a song, and it was just called Happy Birthday, Johnny. No, it's Johnny's birthday. But when that one's played backwards, it comes out very clearly as he never wore his shoes. We all know he was dead. Clearly a reference to, um, clearly a reference to uh, Paul McCartney's uh, appearance in the front of the uh, album, the, the Abbey. Abbey Road. Abbey Road album, yes. <laughs> I'm not a Beatles fan. I I don't know any of these words. Thank you for helping me out. <laughs> well, to be fair, you're not a fan of most music. Well, it's not the Beatles personally. It's not the Beatles personally. I actually have listened to a few of the um, interviews with um, Paul McCartney in preparation for this. And I've come to the uh, conclusion that personally, I like the Beatles. I just don't like their music. <laughs> um, so well, that's fair. A lot. There's actually a lot of people that don't like Beatles music. I happen to like the Beatles music. So, as I said earlier, I don't particularly think that the, Paul is dead. However, I was thinking that my theory is that it is a publicity stunt. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that myself simply because the the album sales went uh, significantly higher after the the theory came out and people were searching for clues mm -hmm. uh buying multiple albums of, you know, Abbey Road, Sgt. Pepper, The White mm -hmm. Album, pretty much every album after Sgt. Pepper. And I think that that's another reason why you see the great uh surge in uh Paul McCartney's uh involvement be mm -hmm. with the band because he went from because the whole theory was about him kind of leading me to think that this whole thing invigorated him and led him to taking his role much more seriously and giving it a lot more that he had been hadn't been doing beforehand so do you think that's why he became much more hands-on 
Yeah. In, in, towards the end of the. I think, I think part of it, and I think that's one of the reasons why I don't think he was the one that started it. It was probably like their manager or something, but he always seemed to have found the, the whole theories and all of that quite funny himself. If you listen to it, he's like, well, apparently I'm dead. If I was dead, I'd be the last to know or something like that. Uh, I forget exactly the quote, but he seems to have quite a bit of fun with it. So I have well, a I feeling mean, that's that all you can do. <laughs> right. So I, think I mean, if he, somebody came out and told me, Eric, Conrad's dead, isn't he? You're just using old recordings and meshing words together to make new episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you see this point right here where he stutters a lot. He doesn't generally stutter like that. Clearly, it's <laughs> not him. Exactly. And I'd be like, you know what? That's a good theory. We'll make an episode out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is the real Conrad alive? We take a look at our past episodes and compare them to our most recent episodes. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the real reason why he was looking for a co-host for so long. <laughs> Exactly. So, but um, yeah. So why would why would if the theory pans out true, why would they want to preserve the legacy of Paul McCartney? What is so devastating that they couldn't have the loss of Paul McCartney publicized? So there's, there's two theories. If you're going to go with the Paul is dead theory, uh, that I would break it down into one was it was an intentional death, and the other would be it's an unintentional death. If it was an unintentional death, then uh, the theories you have is they were trying to preserve uh, – because like if one of the Beatles died, well, what does that mean for the future of the, the band? Doesn't that automatically end the band? Can they continue going on playing with one of their beloved members gone? How can they continue like that? Would their audience stick with them or – would they have to break up at that point? Maybe they weren't ready to let go at that time. Well, you bring up a good point because at that time there were so, several interviews. And I think it was John Lennon that said that uh, they were more popular than Jesus. <laughs> and it, it's a very uh, famous quote from one of his interviews. Oh, I'm sure that that got a lot. Uh, probably oh, quite it a controversial got, thing it, to Yeah, it to got a, ba- a huge backlash. <laughs> but um, you got to remember England. Uh-huh. Then and now, it's not a huge religious movement. I mean, there's not a lot of people that find religion in, I guess, the UK. Yeah, probably not since back when they had all those uh, wars with uh, Bloody Mary and all that. Uh, yes, yeah, so Queen Elizabeth's sister. Oh, or, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, but, um, yeah, there were... After he said that, there were, I believe, a vinyl burning as... Yes, and that was also pop... In uh, America? The vinyl burning was also... Yeah, vinyl burning was a big deal, apparently, back in the day. Why is lighting stuff on fire as a protest something that people like to do? I mean, I understand lighting stuff on fire because it's fun, (laughs) but lighting stuff on fire as a protest? I don't know. I mean, we didn't burn the tea in the... Independence Day, we just threw it in the water, which is what you do with tea. You put tea in water. That's how it works. <laughs> but so, uh, what the rivers turned to tea? Uh, the bay turned to tea. So, with with um, 
the uh, him with burning the finals and all of that. Uh, also, it was declared which when uh, back masking mm-hmm. was considered satanic and was banned in many different states. Um, which, which one was it? Arkansas and California. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. I actually it heard wasn't, wasn't, uh, it wasn't banned, but in <laughs> new theory here, not a new theory, but like maybe a side theory uh-huh. in Arkansas, the state passed a bill from through the Senate, the state Senate saying that all uh, Beatles, Pink Floyd, Queens and sticks records were mandatory that they had to have uh, st- er, warning stickers on them saying, warning, this record contains masking or may <laughs> contain masking, which may be perceptible at the subliminal level when the record is played forward. However, the bill was returned back to the state Senate by Governor Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. All those bands are uh, from England. Uh, you got Queen from England. You got obviously the Beatles and Sticks and who? Pink Floyd. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're from they're from England. And then you got the Bill Clintons on the the little black book of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and so is the Prince of England. It's all connected, man. Well, wasn't one of the Beatles managers in Epstein? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me. I'm so you've pretty got- sure one of the Beatles managers was in Epstein. And then, and then we've got to include. Uh, yes, manager Brian Epstein. Was he related, or that just uh, coincidence? Coincidence. Often referred to as the Fifth Beetle due to his role in the group's business affairs. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that one was. Epstein was born into a family of successful retailers in Liverpool. I don't think, I don't think he was related. Uh, you never know. Might have been a great, great, great grandfather. Are you speaking of uh, <coughs> personal? <coughs> uh, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> um. So, Epstein's homosexuality was not publicized until after his death. I guess he could have been related. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Who knows? Interesting. So, I'm sure there's like a whole nother uh, episode worth of stuff there. <laughs> All right. So, if it was a, an accident, his death, mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to preserve, um, because we were talking about their popularity and trying that. Um, trying to keep it all going and not knowing if they could continue going without with a missing uh, beetle because when you think beetle I mean it's the the quartet pretty much I mean they don't sing but it's the four of them and that's like the standard number for a band isn't it you've got the singer the guitar player the bass player and the drummer that's isn't that standard yes <laughs> although there are just a lot of uh, three-member bands out there. Right, but it just wouldn't be the Beatles anymore, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. But as we know, uh, later on, obviously, uh, the popularity when they broke up was still insane. I mean, you had 
Right. Yeah, the people who were still John Lennon fans, still John Lennon fans, because John Lennon continued his solo career with Yoko Ono. Paul McCartney, obviously, continued his musical career by himself. Uh, George Harris as well. Uh, Ringo, uh, I'm actually not too sure what he did and is doing. I think he has a solo album. <laughs> well, he's the drummer, so. Right. <laughs> uh, I suppose this is the part where we would need to make a obligatory drummer joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So if if they're down to just three members and they're sitting around, they don't know what the future holds, right? They don't know what their popularity would be continuing going forward. So then they go ahead and they create a new John Lennon, and this new guy comes on, super talented, ultra talented. Uber talented. <laughs> a new John Lennon or a new Paul McCartney? New Paul McCartney. Did I say John Lennon? You said John Lennon. Sorry. <laughs> and then they start putting out the little hints because of guilt. The other one is it was intentional that um, Paul McCartney was going to split and go his own way, and because of that, there was a fight. Don't know if it was, if it's um, entirely murder or if it's just manslaughter or I don't know what they have in England what they consider it but um, Paul is dead and then out of guilt then they're releasing the things but then that one doesn't seem to make much sense to me because there isn't a I killed Paul you know <laughs> it's Paul is right. dead I buried Paul I'm so sad that Paul is dead that sort of thing it's not a we killed Paul so it, I think if he was murdered it probably would have been a producer or somebody doing it for the money, not one of the other Beatles. It would have been, um, and then I guess the rest of the Beatles would have been stuck doing what they were doing, unable to tell people come out publicly because they were afraid for their own life, and so they were slipping messages out in the only way they knew how. Yeah, I am still gonna go with the the real Paul McCartney is alive. Yeah. And then and a it, bit of publicity stunt. Yeah. Because I was uh, with the – and I encourage any of the listeners to look this one up. The Johnny – it's Johnny's birthday played backwards by um, uh, – George Harris. George Harris. And tell me, could this possibly not be real? Clearly <laughs> to me, this is – at this point, whatever the case is, this one's intentional – <laughs> this is intentional backmasking, whether or not and it's just a publicity stunt at that point. So, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I think pretty much on agreement with this one. Paul's alive, but the Paul is dead um, clues and all of that are real. Yeah. Clues are real. The Paul is alive and hopefully will stay alive for quite a while to come. <laughs> well, geez, how old is Paul McCartney right now? I think he's either in his late 70s or early 80s, I think. Let me look it up. Sir James Paul McCartney, born in 1942, is 77. All right. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so let's just review a couple of the uh, statements that if he were dead and... 
a fake Paul McCartney came on and took over. There was apparent uh, facial surgery to further his uh, identity as Paul McCartney. Hmm. Now what? I'm I'm not I don't know too much about surgery or plastic surgery, but I do know that uh, as you get older, the more <laughs> it it really looks <laughs> like you have a, a plastic rubber face. Yes. If you look at pictures of Paul McCartney today, he does not look like he has a rubber face. He just looks like he no. aged very oldly. And uh, those wrinkles are not going to, uh, I guess, uh, how do you say, fold? <laughs> uh, the way that they are if, they, uh, ha- if he had plastic surgery. So that's one indication to me that, okay, this is the real Paul McCartney. I think the biggest clue to me, I don't know much about music. I don't really play music. I've never composed any music. But I don't think you can just get a lookalike Paul McCartney who sounds like Paul McCartney and then can write like Paul McCartney. I, I don't know much about that, but that sounds like the most amazing possible thing that could ever happen to you if you're like, gosh darn it, we're down a singer. Wait a minute. Hold up. We have a lookalike and he's just as good. You know? Uh, I don't know. You can definitely take somebody, replace them, and continue the uh, the lyrical aspect as well as the vocal and musical talent behind it. Uh, there's a band called Judas Priest. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Nope. <laughs> it, it's uh, a band from the 70s, 60s and 70s. So uh, Judas Priest, their main guitar, uh, their main lead singer. Uh, was going to quit the band, right? So then they went on a talent search for a, a new member to replace him. And this guy that they got to be the, the new lead singer, his name was uh, Tim Owens, uh, nicknamed the Reaper. He hit every note that the original singer sung. Sounds like the original singer. The lyrics were the same because the drummer and the guitarist were the main lyric writers. Uh, but uh-huh. you didn't really know that at the time. Uh, they didn't uh, do interviews saying, oh, you know, I wrote the lyrics for this and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. All you knew was there was a new singer. He sounds exactly like the old singer. The lyrics sound the same. Uh, the style of the music never changed. And they went on for like four years with the new singer. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and quite you- a while, actually, for bands because bands generally didn't last all that long. Uh, it, it depends. Uh, my favorite band of all time uh, went from 1997 all the way till 2017 with almost the exact same lineup, minus a keyboardist and a drummer hmm. for like two years. Other than that, same people. And their name again? Uh, the name is Him. Oh. <laughs> from Finland. Interesting. Now, is that him as in H-Y-M-N, or that H-I-M? H-I-M. Oh, boy. Well, that's going to make it hard to look up. Well, either way. <laughs> no, not really. If you type in him, the band usually pops up right away. Okay. They're they're actually extremely popular because uh, a skateboardist by the name of Bam Margera, Bam Margera, whatever his name is, uh, Bam, he had a, a popular TV show called Viva La Bam, uh, but he used the band's symbol, the heartogram, on his skateboard uh, when he was doing, uh, I don't know what they call it, 
in the skating professional world where they have these contests and stuff like Tony Hawk. I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> Anyways, famous skateboarder slash TV personality person uh, used the band symbol in a lot of his videos and his skateboard merchandise. Made the band popular in America, although that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, there are several other bands I can think of that lasted quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's many that lasted much shorter than that. Oh, yeah, I'd say the majority the majority of bands probably split up within two to three years. So, going on four years after... Uh, Replacing the lead singer. Eh, it's not bad. But you gotta think, that was like 1960, 1970. Rock music or metal back in the day, there wasn't a... It wasn't hugely popular. Hmm. At least I don't think. I mean, that was during the Satanic Panic, where people thought all rock bands were evil. <laughs> so they certainly had, uh, I don't know, they had the public against them, I would say. So, uh, I guess to bring it back to the Beatles, uh, who do you think started the uh, the theory? Do you think it was one of the Beatles? Do you think it was John, him- oh, not John, Paul himself? Or do you think that it was... Um, Maybe a producer? Uh, honestly, I think it was John Lennon. Okay. He uh, not only did it, um, along with Paul McCartney, obviously, uh, the, the two did all the uh, lyrics, wrote most of the, or composed most of the music. I think John Lennon was more of the creative, crazy person. <laughs> he He liked publicity stunts and mm-hmm. you can really tell because after they broke up he still continued doing yeah. that he did um the famous uh naked interview in bed with yoko ono in a hotel room and he was protesting something about clothes <laughs> a certain lifestyle and stuff and uh mm-hmm. most of the interviews where the beatles said that they were more popular than jesus was actually yeah. first said by john lennon so he was definitely more out there yeah. Do you think that that may have contributed to them breaking up because he um, did this uh, hoax with Paul and then Paul became – started getting a lot of the limelight. A lot of people were like asking him, are you really dead? <laughs> and he maybe became jealous. No, I don't think so. I think they would have broke up eventually anyway due to the <laughs> fact that – Bands don't last forever. Bands don't last forever, but also, when you think of the Beatles, you really only think of John Lennon and Paul McCartney. You don't really think of George Harris or Ringo. And I think a lot of the the other band members were probably irritated by that. They wanted to have equal uh, spotlight. I remember that Ringo Starr wrote one song. Like He only has one song that he's really famous for, and it's a really weird Beatles song, even for a Beatles song. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is, but... Oh is well. it, um... Was it Ringo Starr that... I think he's sung in it. Um, a Little Help from My Friend, where he's... I think he's singing about weed. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. There's actually quite a few uh, songs that a lot of people say are about drugs in the Beatles wrote like um, Linda the star of uh, star in the no dance star in the dance I don't know 
LSD. <laughs> yeah, with a little help from my friends, was sung by drummer Ringo Starr. Ah. <clears throat> oh, and uh, Yellow Submarine. That That's probably the one, because... No, no, maybe it's Octopus Garden. Because he wrote Octopus Garden and Don't Pass Me By. Hmm. Uh, I think it was Octopus Garden or something. It was like one of them that's just really weird. But hey, you know what? <laughs> In my opinion, most of the Beatles songs are really weird. They're all pretty weird. Well, I guess I'll conclude this episode unless you have anything else you want to add. I, I don't think so. That's about all. Yeah, so my final thoughts are Paul McCartney is the real Paul McCartney and he's still alive. And I do believe that it was all a publicity stunt to sell more albums, which definitely if worked. You, if you, yeah, it definitely worked. But I don't think that they needed to do that to sell more records. They were already hugely popular and they are still hugely popular. I, I wouldn't know either way. <laughs> They're, well, I mean, Beatles are huge. I, I, I suppose. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies. If you want to find us on social media, just search for Bizarre Conspiracies. If you want to email me, Conrad or Lisa, you can do so at BizarreConspiracies at gmail.com. Uh, final thoughts, Conrad? Hmm. Probably isn't the best idea to listen to mus- music backwards. <laughs> I don't think it's how it's intended to be listened. No, but it really is fun. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Most songs are weird enough forward anyway. Very true. Well, thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>